Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Elevation 44. I'm Beverly, or B, for those of you who are new, welcome. And if you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk about something that I thought was a little bit of a fun topic, a little bit of a mix-up that I've never dived into before. And I just, I don't know, it piqued my interest. So I wanted to bring it to you. So today what we're going to talk about is the Lunar New Year. Just kind of understanding what is behind this year of the dragon that we're hearing about. Because there are a lot of themes that are tying in with what we talked about with the eight year, the numerology behind that, and the energy that's there, and also some of the transits that are gonna be happening from an astrological perspective in 2024. So I was like, this is a good opportunity to just like dive in, learn a little bit of something different. I used to be confused with this because I was like, why is it happening in February. The Lunar New Year, which is mostly a practiced or celebrated by either Southeast or East Asian cultures, is a combination of the lunar and the solar calendar blended together. And that's why it starts in February, because I used to be confused for a very long time. Why? And so it always happens to the second new moon after the winter the winter solstice so it'll be sometime between the end of january through like maybe the middle of february is when that second new moon falls so that is why the new year in their eyes starts around this time now the reason why they follow the lunar calendar is because it's more of an agriculture thing. People would use this time to honor and give gifts and ask for blessings to deities and also the ancestors to bless their crops and bring abundance and prosperity and good health for all in the upcoming year. So that was really the purpose of you know the start or the kicking off the cycle of this tradition of the Lunar uh, New Year, right? And some people know this as the Chinese New Year. I don't want to call it the Chinese New Year because other cultures outside of the Chinese also celebrate this. So I don't think it's fair to just say Chinese New Year. That's why I'm saying Lunar New Year. So that is really where it comes from. So it marks the start of spring, harvest season, and getting like blessings. So there was a lot of rituals of offering food and gifts and different things like that to the deities and ancestors in order to be blessed for the year ahead. Like agriculture was everything. Like if you weren't growing food, <laughs> you couldn't eat, you couldn't survive. So that's, that's really where it was rooted in. But as we have progressed in terms of, you know, timeline, now those gifts that were, you know, mostly given to the ancestors and deities on altars and things like that have now been switched to where it's like more of a cultural thing to give it to each other. So, you know, people are now giving each other money and, and envelopes or, you know, celebrating together around, you know, a table eating certain dishes or giving certain dishes and foods and certain gift items uh, to bring prosperity, abundance, success, good health, all of the good things that they were asking for from the ancestors. Now, I'm sure that some people still practice giving gifts and, 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 
putting stuff on, you know, the altar for the deities and stuff like that. So I'm sure both of it is happening, but more popularly, we're hearing more about it being more of a people to people thing. So now that we understand, like this was really more of a life or death <laughs> situation. Like we don't have crops, we starve and we are, we are done for. So the importance that was placed around it really started there. Now we can understand how the tradition has like continued in terms of the spring festival or the Lunar New Year festivities. And every year it spans for a couple of days. It's not just like a one day thing, like we're gonna just celebrate for this one day or we're gonna ask for this one day. No, it was like a, you know, it, it spans over some days. So this year it's gonna be happening from February 10th to February 15th. During that time, people are gonna do all the things that I'm telling you about, which is giving each other gifts, you know, prepping their houses by cleaning, sweeping out things, sweeping out the old energy. There's a lot of like ritualistic things and energetic things that are tied to this. If you are, you know, listening very closely to some of the things or practices that I'm saying that happen during this time. But yeah, it's just like a sweeping out of the old energy and prepping for the new things that you want to welcome in in the new year. So making sure you have those items, making sure you're, you know, releasing things that need to be released, making sure that you're, uh, you know, celebrating other people and, and getting together and blessing them and, and giving money, just being abundant and just an abundance energy so that you can attract abundance. And when we think about that, our eight year, very much about abundance energy. We hear that all the time. The eight year is a very fruitful, abundant year. So this is something that we, you know, we can incorporate a little bit of these things into what we got going on. And I'm not saying that you need to stop everything you're doing and start celebrating <laughs> the new year in February on this day or this during this period, but maybe you can learn some of the little practices or just take note of some of the things that are, you know, that they're doing and also incorporate that into your routine because we have our new year coming for the spring equinox, which is next month, you know, the start of Aries season. So these practices can be used to prep and to, you know, prepare for that. So this lunar new year is said to be the year of the dragon, <laughs> the year of the wood dragon more specifically, just like we have 12 different zodiac signs. They have 12 different zodiacs, but are represented by animals and in the order of the rack, the ox, the tiger, the rabbit, the dragon, snake, horse, goat, monkey, rooster, dog, and pig. Okay. And depending on what year you were born, you are represented by one of these animals. And this year, 2024, is a dragon year. Now, the dragon year is said to be one of the most auspicious years in the entire zodiac cycle. And these cycles come back around every 12 years. So the dragon is supposed to represent success, abundance, personal power. It's just a very auspicious year in terms of laying down the foundations um, to 
energize or boost whatever you're trying to build and grow. It's a, it's a year tied to growth, transformation. And with wood, wood, wood is representing our foundations. It's very grounding, but wood is also what helps fire burn. And the dragon represents the element too of fire. So with wood and fire feeding each other or wood feeding fire, this is really just helping us with new beginnings, with inventions, getting things off the ground for business. A part of it is about returning back to the natural state or the natural order of things with wood. And that's what we've been talking about in terms of our whole realignment and going back into a state of authenticity or finding your true authentic path. So a lot of this ties in together in terms of the messaging that we are really supported this year in so many different facets and different ways. No matter how you slice it, the message is coming out pretty the same all across the uh, board. The color associated with the wood dragon is the color green. That's why I'm wearing my green today instead of red. I just opted for a red lip to bring it in. But red is the color of good luck that's associated with the Lunar New Year. And green is the color associated with the wood dragon, okay? And dragons in spirituality, when you really peel back the meaning of dragons, they're so magical. That's why you see them in a lot of works like, you know, Harry Potter and, you know, a lot of these magical, uh, mystical shows and movies and books that we read. They're mystical creatures and they hold such power and they represent our own inner strength and personal power. They also represent passion because they have that fire energy, strength, transformation, fortune, protection. Dragons are wonderful, wonderful symbols and they provide such strong protection that I used to wear these dragon earrings and I actually don't even know where they are. I got to find them. But I used to wear them a lot back in the day when I was trying to protect myself from different energies. And it works like symbolically, even if you incorporate the dragon, it does help provide some level of protection around you. They were known as the wise ones because they're the gatekeepers to the underworld. They're the, the they have the ability to open portals <laughs> into different dimensions and different worlds and different things like that. So don't sleep on the dragon. The dragon is a very, very powerful, very powerful mythical creature and energy. Now, one thing I will mention, as auspicious and as great as this year of the dragon is predicted to be, there is still a level of hard work that needs to go into it. There is still a level of transformation that'll be happening in the process. And we know sometimes the process of transforming is uncomfortable. But then there's also something called the fate year, which is determined by the year that your zodiac sign returns to rule. So this happens every 12 years because there's 12 zodiacs for each year. And so it's supposed to happen at the age of 12, at the age of 24, at the age of 36, 48, 60, 72, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And this 
fate year, the way that I can easily translate it for you to probably understand, I read it kind of like a Saturn return. <laughs> it comes back and it's supposed to kind of be challenging. You're, you're supposed to be going through some type of challenge in your life at that particular time. Like age 12 is when they've marked like you're transitioning, you're in puberty and you're transitioning from child and to kind of going into a little bit of more of an adulthood, right? 24, you're a young adult and you are, you know, confused because you're trying to figure out your path. And we've all been in our early 20s, just don't know what we're doing, right? 36, you're supposed to be maturing. Same thing with a 48. So there are different stages every 12 years that you're kind of having a little bit of a you know a challenge a struggle as you're becoming into your own and finding your own true nature so this fate year is supposed to be something that like i said reads like a saturn return energy wise and there are things that there's they say you can do around it like wear red to bring in good luck but i think that it is something that just like a saturn return has its benefits it's a year where you can if you understand what is happening you can Put your grit down and, you know, just focus and grind and, you know, do what you've got to do and, and try to use the transformative energy to help it help yourself and push yourself forward. So if you were born in 76, if you were born in 1988, if you were born in 2000 or 2012, you are a fellow dragon. And so this might be a year where you might feel this energy. I haven't paid attention myself, so I can't really tell you too much <laughs> on from a personal standpoint. But I thought that this was all very, very interesting. So a ritual that you can do to honor the Lunar New Year is a cleaning ritual. What are we going to be cleaning out between the time this Lunar New Year happens all the way until when our new year with the spring equinox happens. What can we be clearing out of our life? We need to be in a stage of sweeping things out and bringing in or prepping for the things that we want to bring in because you can't bring in if we have stifled old energy and old physical things and different things that are cluttering our space, relationships, jobs, different things that we no longer need to be holding on to, that we need to be releasing in order to make space for those things that want to come in. So what are you sweeping out? I am challenging you to get into the space of clearing out, cleansing, purging, and also getting into a space of gratitude and that abundance energy because you're going to receive what energy you're in. I hope you enjoyed this. I really do hope you enjoyed this topic. It was fun for me to do this because like I said, I'm learning something new just like you. And I don't, I definitely want to incorporate some of the things that I've learned um, into my own ritual between now and again, the spring equinox, because I've been like in a warm-up phase, you know, when the new calendar year came, 2024. You know, I know better than to really start new things during that time because that's a season of death and, and, and rest and purging and all the things. But I was like, you know what? I want to sprint come spring. I want to just start running. 
So I gotta warm up. <laughs> and that's what I've been doing. I've been warming up since January and I'm gonna continue to warm up and I'm gonna use this Lunar New Year to help me continue to warm up so that I'm ready. I'm absolutely ready when that spring equinox hits. And I hope you will be doing the same thing too. Okay, so thank you for tuning in. I would love, love, love to hear your comments on this and your knowledge on this because I'm, I know I didn't cover everything. Just high level, high level. But I will see you all very, very soon. Thank you.